Namaste, it's Renee, and welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, Abundance. Today we're going to talk about the gut and brain connection that a lot of neurologists and doctors are starting to figure out, or not starting, they've they've been working on this for quite a while, making this connection, but it's really starting to um, get some uh, playtime and discussion and people really starting to spread the news and the love. And if you haven't heard all of this, then that's my goal today is to share this knowledge with you so that you can um, start playing the game of getting your, your brain and your gut communicating well and upping your serotonin levels and feeling better daily, losing weight or even gaining weight. Some people have the opposite problem. They can't gain weight. And it's quite amazing whenever you start to learn about the brain and the gut connection. Before we dive into this, though, I really want to ask of you and encourage you to rate my podcast and give some feedback. It's how other people are going to find me in search engines based on the popularity of my podcasts. And it also just means a lot to me. It feeds my soul. Especially when you do a podcast, you do someone who does podcasts. We do this for the love of doing it. And the best way you can pay us back is with your love and feedback, and we very much appreciate it. Also, I'm an independent. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I don't have any employees. I am a one-woman show, and it just really does feed my soul to know that there's people out there listening to me and appreciate me. And even appreciating me by giving enough time to give me feedback. Feedback is how I learn. It's how I grow. It's almost like my my schooling a part of my continuing education to where I know that I am delivering a message that someone can appreciate and learn from. So please, give me your ratings and your feedback. Also on my website, I have several offerings. I have a seven chakra workshop. It's an online workshop that you do at your own self-pace. And a yin yoga workshop, an Ayurvedic workshop, a few other things. So please go check out my website. My offerings are only $10 to $20, and they range from two hours to four hours, and there's so much you can even learn from those. So I highly recommend it. Check it out, please. It's a great way to support me, and my business doesn't get any smaller than what it is because it's just me. So knowing that if you do purchase one of my offerings, You're supporting a very small local business here in Colorado, United States, and I very much appreciate it. Anyways, let's move on with the gut-brain connection. The effects of the gut bacteria on the nervous system, including that they manufacture most of the body's serotonin. Serotonin, if you don't know, serotonin is the the happy daytime 
hormone that um, also even helps us think, communicate, have energy. It's, it's what you need during the day. Melatonin is its counterpart, what you need at night to sleep. And the two of them truly are counterparts. You need both of them to, to truly feel healthy and alert during the day and also get a nice deep rest at night. And if you have not enough of either one of them, your body's going to feel off and out of balance. During the day, you're going to be tired. And at night, when you lay down to go to bed, you can't fall asleep because then that seems like when your brain turns on. That's a huge sign that your serotonin and melatonin are confused and not being produced in healthy amounts and in a healthy balance of counterbalancing the two of each other. But neurologists Doctors um, like Dr. Coolreet Chowdhury and Dr. Perlmutter of Garden of Life. If you've ever bought any of the Garden of Life vitamins, Dr. Perlmutter, he supports that product line and puts a lot of research behind it. Dr. Coolreet Chowdhury, she is the author of the Prime book. She's a neurologist that also knows Ayurveda. So she knows a lot of the natural alternatives in that aspect. But both these doctors I follow quite a bit because they both take this more natural approach by getting nutrients and balancing out the gut bacteria for our brain health. Both of these doctors are neurologists. Just to get that clear, they're neurologists, not gastroenterologists. But they started to make this connection of the gut-brain barrier and how they work together. And there's other doctors out there too working in conjunction with these two and really getting on on the right path of figuring this out. That's what's amazing about the medical world. Even though I'm a very holistic person, I don't ignore the medical world because there are some groundbreaking things out there that they are figuring out in the medical world. And it is quite amazing and we need them and we do not want them to go away. And doctors like these two and a few others that they work with, they really do care and they really are trying to figure out nutritionally and what's going on in the body and how we can balance this out without always using prescription drugs. With any industry, there's always going to be that ebb and flow of, of, of doctors or even people. You can get into mechanics and, and what they dig deep into and what they believe. There's mechanics out there that will only work on American-made cars. And there's mechanics out there that will only work on German-made cars, right? They become specialists in those areas, and they truly believe that the cars that they work on are the best cars out there. So you're going to find this in any industry or and I have found that these doctors really resonate with me. I really think that um, they suit my like-minded thinking and they're really inspirational to start to dive into and read up more on them. Anyways, they are connecting the, the dysfunction in the gut to dysfunction in the brain. And this goes along with emotions, anger, the fogginess, feeling lethargic, memory loss, depression, food cravings is even part of it. And the list just goes on. And they're making these these connections. It even connects, um, again, the, the food we crave, the 
bacteria in our gut, if it gets out of balance to where you have more bad bacteria or just not even enough good bacteria, your gut is dictating your cravings. The bad bacteria in your belly are like these pirates that have taken over your gut. And these pirates are telling your body to crave the wrong foods. They're telling you what to eat. And that is why if you've ever tried to get over a craving, why you can't just stop cold turkey. Or, you know, you might be able to stop cold turkey, but it takes several weeks before you stop craving it. It just takes a lot of willpower to stop something cold turkey. But if you don't focus on your gut bacteria, if you don't focus on getting the gut imbalanced and digesting your foods properly, those cravings may never go away. Because the bad bacteria in your belly is what's dictating what you are eating. It's telling you, we want you to eat this. And a lot of that comes from years and years of eating processed food or junk food or whatever it is that your your favorite craving, whatever it is that you can't let go of. It's often years of consuming that same thing and your gut bacteria developed to where that's what bacteria is living in your belly is the bacteria that likes to eat that and it's just this vicious circle and cycle and roller coaster ride of your gut dictating what you're going to put in it again they're like these little pirates that just came into your body and took over your your body and what you're eating and digesting and putting into your body is directly affecting your brain And you need to, in order to reverse all of this, you need to give up the junk food. But it's not enough just to give up the junk food. You need to make sure you're also working towards cultivating healthier bacteria in your gut. And it's not going to be easy. If you've ever watched movies, I know it's silly, they're movies, but you watch movies about pirates and trying how they can take over and the struggle back and forth between pirates of the Caribbean, right? And and even the pirates within themselves fight over the boat in the pirates of the Caribbean because even within the pirates, there are pirates that are against each other and they're constantly fighting. So you even can have multiple strains of bad gut bacteria in your belly fighting over for the same spot in your in your intestines and it's having this battle in this fight and then you even have the colonial soldiers trying to step in and and make the seas maybe a safer place but then even within the colonial soldiers there can be good guys and bad guys and it can be really confusing and hard and if you are confused your gut bacteria is probably off, right? Because then that's messing with your brain. You don't know what's right, what's wrong. That's some of that fogginess. You don't know who to believe or who to follow. But in the end, you just truly need to trust your own gut. Your gut will tell you. I am sure even though you might be addicted to something that tastes really good, I'm sure after you eat it, you can feel it in your gut. You can feel, oh, maybe I shouldn't have ate that or I ate too much of it. You really need to start trusting your your gut instinct. But unfortunately, sometimes your brain is hijacked by the gut bacteria and your brain isn't even thinking very clearly to know that you need to be more mindful about what you eat. 
First things first, turn off the TV, stop eating food while you watch TV, and listen to your body. So your body will also tell you when it's full so you don't eat too much. And just be much more mindful about what you eat. And these food cravings come along with mood swings, and it's hard to lose weight, or it's hard to put on weight if your bacteria is, is in a different state of mind as well. And just buying expensive probiotics isn't going to cover it either. You can't continue to eat junk and expect that you bought an $80 probiotic. And yes, there are $80 probiotics out there. I've worked at Whole Foods and I know several of the probiotic lines and there are $80 probiotics out there. And they can be quite amazing, but if you continue to go through the junk food drive throughs the Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, whatever it is, or even at home, you have packaged processed foods. If you continue to eat all of that and take an $80 probiotic, well, then you might as well just take that probiotic to your toilet, open up the bottle, dump it in the toilet, and just flush it right then and there because that's what you're doing. You're flushing or even don't even go buy the probiotic. Just take $80, wipe your ass with it, and flush it down the toilet because that's what you're doing. You need the whole picture. Your body needs this whole picture. Um, I don't mean to be telling you what to do, but you need to want to do this for yourself, for your own body. And it's the whole picture. You need good fiber. Good bacteria lives on good fiber. So you're talking fiber from fruits, vegetables, whole grains, not not white bread or even most of the breads on the market this day these days, I'm sorry. They might advertise whole wheat on them, but that whole wheat is so ground down into a fine powder that there's just not enough fiber in it anymore. Is whole wheat bread a better option than white bread because it's not bleached? Yes, of course it is if you're going to pick your battles. But when whole wheat has been ground to that fine of a powder, it's not a good source of fiber anymore. And then when you're adding all the yeast and the extra gluten, it's just getting sticky and gooey. And it's even sticking to your intestinal walls. Imagine if you're eating a peanut butter and jelly with sticky peanut butter and even the bread is sticky and it's just sticking to the roof of your mouth while you eat it. And yes, it can taste good. I know people love their peanut butter and jellies, but you do not sit in the middle of a dry desert and eat a peanut butter and jelly without some water, right? Do you even hear what I'm saying right now? The minute I said eat a peanut butter sandwich in a dry desert with no water, what was your first thought? Imagine it's that sticky and then you're putting it in your body without some good fiber. So you really need to get some whole foods in your body. You need to eat the fruit with the fiber, not just fruit juices. I'm not talking about going out and juicing a bunch of fruit juice because then you don't get the fiber. There is a time and a place for juicing. I do believe in juicing. I do some a little bit here and there, but it's not my main staple. You need to eat the whole vegetable and the whole fruit and maybe have some vegetable juice during the day. But even at that, you want more vegetables in the juice than you do fruit juice. You need the fiber. Good bacteria lives on what's called a prebiotic. 
This is a buzzword that's going around a lot because when I worked at Whole Foods, people always came in and told me, where do I buy a prebiotic? And I pretty much just wanted to take them over to the produce department and just open up my arms wide to the produce department and say, here, here is where you buy your prebiotic. Now, there are companies like Garden of Life and a couple of others that sell some prebiotic fiber, and it's usually apple and oat and some psyllium because you can get a powdered form, stir it up in a glass and drink it. But your best bet of getting prebiotic is just going and eating the fiber of an apple and a sweet potato and celery, carrots, whatever it is that you crave. That's where your prebiotics come from. So getting plenty of prebiotics in your body. Even some nice healthy oatmeal, like more of even a steel cut oatmeal rather than the quick oats. Quick oats, if that's all you have, go for it. But quick oats know that they've been slightly more processed than a steel cut. So they're not quite as fibery. And even making a a buckwheat porridge is going to have more fiber to it than a slice of bread. So getting more fiber in your diet is going to feed the good bacteria in your body. When the good bacteria has a fighting chance and you're not giving your body the, the processed sugary carbs anymore, then the good bacteria will start to fight the bad bacteria. And often if you're very diligent, I've known people who can be able to, over time, over a few weeks, get the good bacteria to take over the bad bacteria without even having to buy that $80 um, probiotic. But that $80 probiotic, along with whole foods, might possibly speed up the process a little bit. I shouldn't even really say might. It can and it will speed up the process. But again, if you're going to invest $80 in a probiotic, you better have your other P's and Q's in order. Or you might as well, again, just wipe your ass with $80 and flush it down the toilet. You need the whole picture going. Now, the other issue that I often come across with working one-on-one people or even just having conversations when I worked at Whole Foods is people will say, yeah, but Renee, whenever I eat all those veggies, that's when my stomach is upset or I get constipated. There are people out there, especially when you get into the Ayurvedic doshas, the vata dosha does not do well with raw veggies. So sitting down to eat a raw salad with raw carrots and everything on it can definitely make some people more constipated, that heavy fiber. Or your belly bloats. Have you ever ate and then afterwards you feel like you're pregnant because your belly gets as big as a pregnant lady's belly? And so you've put two and two together and you just know that eating raw veggies just doesn't feel good in your body. Well, congratulations if you've made that connection because it's true. It happens to the best of us. So what you need to do is you need to cook your vegetables. So having more like vegetable soup and stew, uh, roasted sweet potatoes, roasted asparagus, cooking your vegetables. Have you ever had a roasted carrot? Oh, it is so delicious to have a roasted carrot. 
I made that connection quite a few years ago that sitting down to eat a bowl of, say, hummus with carrots and celery just made me feel the worst ever. My stomach would be huge, I would look pregnant, and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I put that connection together that carrots just did not go over well with me and other raw fibers. And once I started to discover the beauty of eating my vegetables cooked or even just lightly steamed or roasted, I have a Traeger grill, and I love to just put the vegetables straight on the Traeger grill. If you don't know what a Traeger is, it's a a wood pellet um, oven, convection oven grill, and it just cooks your food so amazing. It's my favorite thing to do. Anyways, putting that connection together, I started to feel so much better, and it was such a relief to know that uh, no, I didn't have to live on dry salad to be healthy. I am at my healthiest right now, and I haven't ate a typical salad in probably three years now. And I am at my healthiest. Even my skin looks better. A lot of my eczema and my psoriasis has gone away. So I'm getting vegetables in me and I'm getting fiber in me. My body feels better than it ever has. I don't get the pregnancy belly unless I'm someplace and I eat something I shouldn't. I can still get that pregnancy belly. But it's quite amazing how much better I feel. So yes, we definitely need to get you digesting your food. Your belly bloating and having gas or a lot of burping is definitely a sign that you're not even digesting the food to begin with for your gut bacteria to benefit from the fiber. So you need to start cooking your foods. Stop eating raw, cook your foods, and within two weeks, I guarantee you will feel better. But that doesn't mean you're healed in two weeks. you got to continue to eat that way for months. Because you might feel better in two weeks, but then all of a sudden you'll eat a salad the next day and that bloating will be back instantaneously. Especially if you've suffered from bloating and, and discomfort in the belly for several years. They say holistically it can take a full month per year that you have suffered from something. So if you've suffered from belly bloating and gas and digestion issues for five years, it's going to take you minimum five months. Now, this is just a rule of thumb. It's There's no 100% science backing or mathematical equation to prove this is right. It's just a rule of thumb, and it's a nice guideline to go by that you know if you've been dealing with this for 10 years, it could take you 10 months or a year to really truly turn your digestion around and I don't want you to get disappointed because you will feel relief in two weeks making sure that I cook my veggies and didn't eat any raw veggies for even two weeks proved my point to me that yes I feel better with cooked veggies so you will feel better along the way but what I'm getting at is it could take you a couple years before you'll ever be able to eat a raw carrot again and feel okay about it. So that's the part you need patience about. But cooking your food, being mindful about what you eat, dropping the junk food, you can within a couple weeks feel better. And when you do start to feel better, you want to cultivate that more. It's very motivating when you feel better, that you want to continue to feel better. 
you want to stay on that wagon and not fall off of it. Because one, eating one meal, falling off the wagon with just one meal and feeling that bloating coming back in your belly will prove to you that that way of eating is not for you. And for a day or two, you're going to be miserable because you fell off the wagon, but you'll get back on it. So these are, are just, you know, things that you need to do. And you will start to find that your mental clarity will start to come back. The fogginess, your ability to remember things and learn things. Because that all comes along with digestion. Everything in Ayurveda comes down to digestion. Or even as a master herbalist and when I studied even Chinese medicine, digestion, digestion, digestion. It's not necessarily what you eat that makes you who you are. It's what you digest. So start to think about digesting and the gut, how it's related to your brain and how well you can think and not think whenever you eat the wrong foods. And you can start to find relief, even lose weight or maintain a weight that you want to maintain. But this yo-yo dieting of of denying yourself certain foods and cleansing all the time, that is not going to help you. Because if you do a week of a suggested cleanse, what do you do when you come off that week? Once you're off that cleanse, what do you continue to eat? And I know some people who do raw cleanses and they feel worse. And people will tell you, well, you get worse before you get better. And while I do believe there is some rule of thumb to that, it's probably the raw vegetables that's making you feel like shit. Just cook your foods for two weeks. And when your body feels healthier, it's going to feel stronger. And then I believe your body will cleanse when it feels stronger. But if you're weak already, if you feel weak and tired and fatigued and lethargic, and then you put your body through some crazy diet or cleanse that it doesn't agree with, you're going to get even weaker. You do not deprive your body of essential nutrients in food and fiber at a point when you're low in your life. You work to build your body. And when your body feels stronger, it lets go of toxins on its own. But when you're weak, your body will hold on to the craziest things because it's just starting to go into survival mode and it doesn't want to let go of anything. It doesn't want to let go of any excess fat or anything because while you're in survival mode, your body is worried about when its next healthy meal is going to come. So therefore, it's going to hold on to what it already has. Whether it's good or bad, it holds on to it and it doesn't let it go. So you just need to be more consistent on a daily basis about eating your whole foods, cooking the foods so you can digest it, getting the fiber into the gut so that the good bacteria can live on the fiber and eat the fiber and move through your body and start to have... um, more advantage over the bad bacteria and eliminate it. That's when the cleansing happens. The cleansing will happen when the good bacteria in your body can survive again and it can be on top and it can have a winning season. Hashtag winning, right? That's our goal. We are all wired to win. So why do we want to keep losing by eating junk food and processed food? If we're wired to win, 
then start eating like a winner. Start treating your body like a winner. Let's do this. Let's clean up our digestion, our guts, and for the health of our brain and serotonin and melatonin. Let's start living our days and sleeping at night. Let's do this. Let's let's be healthy individuals on this planet. And then when we feel healthier and we're eating less packaged food, then there's less trash in the landfills because we're not eating all that packaged food. Imagine the whole picture, the whole scheme of things that when you're healthier, your planet is healthier. And then when your planet is healthier, it's giving back to you with more whole foods and healthy foods. It's the whole picture. You can't just go and buy an $80 probiotic and think that you're saving yourself and the planet because you're not. You have to do more than that. And you have to care about yourself enough. And you have to want to win. Win this game, this thing we call life. Let's win. Win, win, win. All right. This is where I'll leave you today. If you ever want to work one-on-one with me, On my website, you can get access to my schedule and independently book a consultation with me. You can email me directly at reneestahl108 at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to work with you. This is what I this is what I do. I've helped several people and I'm here to help you as well. All my consultations from here on out, have been online. If somebody does live locally and they want to meet in person, I'm happy to meet in person. But do know that you do not have to live in Colorado to have a consultation with me. And you don't even have to leave your house. If you can't get a babysitter, we we log in online and we go through this stuff. And it's totally doable. And I'm happy to be there for you. Let me know how I can help you. And in return, help me by supporting me and my podcast and my small business. Today, I leave you with this. Peace, love, abundance, and namaste. Namaste.